The hour is 7 o'clock. Having arrived, I'm going to call the meeting to order. Clerk will call the roll. Following. Here. Following here. Chenoweth. Here. Chenoweth here. Clausius. Here. Clausius here. Dave Felice. Here. Dave Felice here. Downing. Here. Downing here. Die. Die here. Erickson. Here. Erickson here. Farrell. Here. Farrell here. Here. Gillis. Gillis absent. Hendrick. Hendrick absent. Jones. Jones here. Kiefer. Kiefer absent. Kilmer. Here. Kilmer here. Kolar. Here. Kolar here. Krause. Here. Krause here. Levin. Here. Levin here. Matano. Here. Matano here. McCarble. Here. McCarble here. Miles. Miles absent. Nelson. Here. Nelson here. O'Loughlin. Here. O'Loughlin here. Pirtle. Here. Pirtle here. Rip. Here. Rip here. Rip. Here. Rip here. Rusk. Here. Rusk here. Saloff. Here. Saloff here. Shower. Here. Shower here. Schmidt. Here. Schmidt here. Stubbs. Here. Stubbs here. Veldrin. Veldrin absent. Wegleitner. Here. Wegleitner here. Willett. Here. Willett here. Williams. Here. Williams here. Young. Here. Young here. Zweifel. Zweifel absent. Baird. Baird absent. Corrigan. Here. There are 30 members present. We have a quorum. Um, Supervisors Baird, Gillis, Miles, Hendrick, Veldrin, Keeper, and Zweifel had notified us that they would be absent. Um, this evening, we're, we'll be led in our prayer inspirational message by Supervisor Balig. Supervisor Balig. Thank you, Chair Corrigan, and thank you, and welcome to the other supervisors. Um, over the summer, more specifically last month, I spent some time viewing the, both the uh, political conventions, and some of it was entertaining, some of it was quite shocking, and at the end of the day, I don't know that that much of it was anything I would remember. But I did take away one thing that I still remember. And I'm going to recite that for you now. And I quote, Do all the good you can by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, as long as ever you can. And that kind of launched me into a little bit of introspection personally and in the midst of that I realized that a lot of what we do in these chambers is the business of doing good and you know, if you grab a budget book and you look at it we spend the most money on human services 51 percent that's all about doing good next public or public safety keeping people safe Again, good business. And if you go right down the list, um, it's, it's conservation efforts, keeping our environment clean, our free zoo, which provides entertainment to folks that don't have a lot of means if, if they want to entertain themselves. And a very important part of it are the 2,400 county employees. Uh, those dollars provide a living for families, and they ripple through our economic uh, community over and over and over again. So again, this is all, all good. Um, and this is especially timely because right now we're just, it, the budget process for 17 has already started. And it'll be continuing, and very soon, if you aren't involved, we will be involved. But I, uh, 
I would urge you to continue to do this good work throughout this process again this year as we have in the past. And uh, I'd like to commend all those who are going to be involved in this process from the employees to the department heads to the uh, executive staff, the county board, leadership and county board supervisors that are sitting here. Continue again, continue to do the good work because this does reap benefits. It does come back and benefit you, too. I, uh, I hope everyone enjoys the remainder of summer. And uh, I would ask you now to stand and say the pledge with me. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Supervisor Balik. Um, this evening, um, to begin the meeting, we have a special matter. Um, we have our annual expanding community capacity to improve Dane County waters. And Sue Jones, our watershed management coordinator, is going to be presenting that this evening. Thank you, Chair Corrigan, and hello. If I haven't met you, I'm Sue Jones. I'm in the Land and Water Resources Department and the Office of Lakes and Watersheds. Work closely with the Lakes and Watershed Commission. So appreciate an opportunity every year just to speak with you really briefly about um, what's going on in that world and um, how you are engaged and how you can be engaged. There is a presentation. Hmm. Is it uh, Scott, your switch? I'm not sure. We need the video. Oh, it's on there. Lauren switched something over and you know, you just got earlier, so I don't know. She may already have it. The screens. All I have is the screens and the lights over here. And it should be dynamic. Yeah, it's not There we go. It's up on that side. And now we need. I There we go. Excellent. Well, thank you. So uh, phosphorus reduction continues to be a, a top priority for the Land and Water Resources Department and the Office and the Lakes and Watershed Commission. And all this is tied in with Yehara Winds, the, um, uh, whose goal is to reduce annual phosphorus loading by 106,000 pounds per year and to meet water quality standards. 
An important focus of the Office of Lakes and Watersheds for that goal is working on the Door Creek Watershed Management Plan implementation, and that has a specific phosphorus reduction goal. This is a, a watershed north of Lake Kiganza and uh, about 30 square miles of really rolling, beautiful agricultural land in a drumlin and marsh area that drains into Lake Kiganza. So there's a plan that's prepared by department staff and um, uh, part of what the office does is a community engagement work to influence adoption of practices to meet that phosphorus reduction and water quality goal. The, the plan objectives is to reduce about 6,000 pounds of phosphorus over 10 years and restore and improve a stream and wetland habitat. This work has already begun. The photo on the screen is from a meeting that land conservation staff held with ag producers in that watershed back in February, and they've had a lot of good work to sign up farmers and work on practice installation since then. And um, uh, we've been involved in supporting that, developing a series of publications to help uh, farmers um, grasp the, the range of options available to them, some of them new for cost-sharing uh, programs. We developed this, uh, this poster for the Door Creek Watershed. It's going to be installed on a kiosk at Fish Camp County Park, hopefully by the end of the month. And um, it has not only watershed features, but several interesting points uh, for people to learn about, historic and current, about what's going on there. The upper right photo is the Friends of Lake Kiganza, and they are very interested in partnering in implementing this plan. So, and we're coordinating with them to help identify non-agricultural leaders in the watershed. Our land conservation staff have got a handle on, of course, on all the, the ag leaders, but we want to know about business leaders and others who, would, who might care about this resource. So the kiosk will help um, people gain an awareness, and we are going to host a tour in September with folks, an on-water tour of Door Creek. The Commission's chloride reduction priority really stems from rising levels in uh, surface waters back from until the early 1960s, and you can see that trend line there, um, and the fact that drinking water wells have also showed elevated and increasing levels of chloride over time. An important area for our office connected with that priority has been connected with Wisconsin SaltWise, and you see the many partners on the screen there with that. Part of that work has been with winter maintenance training for people who apply road salts or other de-icers to highways, to parking lots, sidewalks, driveways. Look for a Lakes and Watershed Commission budget recommendation related to chlorides. Those will be coming out on September 1st that are really going to focus on developing locally tailored um, application standards for parking lots, driveways, and sidewalks. The Commission's groundwater uh, priority, a lot of that focus has been with the establishment of a stormwater technical advisory committee uh, with CARPC, jointly with the Capital Area Regional Planning Commission. And they're going to look at, and they've already met a couple of times, the uh, increasing or looking at the existing infiltration standards, getting water in the ground versus running off the ground. Um, how are those doing? Are they, are they effective in doing their job? Identifying the pros and cons of increased water volume standards. So they're going to put together a completed report and some recommendations for um, policymakers starting at the committee level um, uh, within six months or so. If you're interested in that, the agendas and minutes are all posted on the, the CARPC website. 
we, uh, we expanded the community engagement program back in January 2014, recognizing, and the Lakes and Watershed Commission was very supportive of this, recognizing the importance of um, community engagement to achieve water quality improvements, to expand the volunteer work that we do for our waters, strengthening partnerships among organizations that do that work. And uh, an important part of that this past year um, was on April 9th, uh, a watershed summit, a day-long summit. Several of you were able to attend, and we appreciate that. In addition to the, um, uh, the, the plenary sessions that you see here, um, there were learning and collaboration opportunities through some concurrent sessions, all uh, with the goal of developing a shared vision for the long-term health of the watershed, the future of the watershed, and to make sure that we're all working together on that. Uh, that, our, that our roles are coordinated. And some of that follow-up, especially for phosphorus, from this successful summit will be through continuing meetings of the watershed network gathering that happened five to six times a year. We've had more than 100 individuals representing more than 70 organizations attend those summits over time. Community engagement builds on our long-term volunteer program as well, Take a Stake in Our Waters. This is its 29th year. And um, as part of, the, of those Take a Stake projects that we recruit and sponsor and promote on takeastake.org, it's a high priority to infuse diversity, equity, and inclusion in those efforts. And that's consistent with Dane County's focus in this area. You should also look for a Dane County budget or a Dane, Dane, Dane County Lakes and Watershed Commission related to these um, equity uh, initiatives um, coming up again on the uh, on September 1st. As you know, um, Dane County is part of uh, the Municipal Stormwater Partnership, 21 entities in Central Dane County, uh, permitted to reduce their uh, to improve the quality of stormwater runoff, and. Um, Part of what we need to do as part of that is that the county reports on its own stormwater management activities at county facilities. For example, the new highway medical examiner facility on, on AB. But uh, staff also are very proud of some of the innovative work that happened um, and is happening at the Northport facility, and that's what you see on the screen now. A series of some interconnected four bays, uh, basins that allow sediment to filter out before they go through the rest of the uh, vet practice. There's a rock line swale that you see there and lots of native plants. So there's uh, good work that we're doing um, as part of our own work to improve the quality of stormwater as we ask others to do that work as well. We need your help, as always. We, we appreciate your help, as always. Um, again, watching for the uh, recommendations coming out from the commission and being engaged, asking supervisor members of the commission about them. Um, Please promote, take stake, volunteer opportunities that are year-round and have been since 2013. Um, maybe there's a group in your area that hasn't yet connected as part of the watershed network gatherings. Uh, please encourage them to do that. And uh, there's a uh, Beyond the Water's Edge photo contest that is now underway. Um, the applications are due on September 3rd, and there, there's voting. There's community voting on those photographs. We're looking for great ways that people engage with their water resources in the county. Um, and uh, so all of that is available on danewaters.com. Just a big shout-out to the uh, commission members, to all of them, and including the four supervisor members. 
here. Uh, none of us can do any of this work uh, without the help of many agencies and organizations, friends groups uh, around the county, um, lots of folks who just show up and volunteer and get things done. So we appreciate all of that. And uh, I appreciate your time and your attention today. Thanks very much. Thanks so much, Sue. We really appreciate the update. Are there any questions for Sue? Now, Jeannie, thank you so much for coming today. Next on the agenda is announcements. Are there any announcements this evening? Supervisor Kolar. Thank you, Chair Corrigan. Um, it's my pleasure this evening to introduce a resolution affirming awards under the 2016 Affordable Housing Development Fund. Dane County plans to award funding to four projects from the 2016 Affordable Housing Development Fund. I'll briefly indicate that it's $515,000 to housing initiatives, $350,000 to the Dane County Housing Authority, $665,000 to J.T. Klein, and $220,000 to Porchlight. And these um, grants were determined through a request for proposal process. This resolution, again, is being introduced to affirm the awards that were um, the result of the RFP process and that staff committee worked on. Thank you, Chair Corrigan. Thank you, Supervisor Kolar. Supervisor Levin. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, just at my desk was the uh, flower fund for uh, 2016. Um, ten have already contributed, so please I'll pass this around and make sure you uh, throw in some cash for this upcoming year and make a check mark by your name. Thank you very much. Thank you, Supervisor. Supervisor Dye. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, I rise to encourage my colleagues to sign on to a resolution that I'm introducing tonight that's already circulating that will um, amend our ordinances to create an independent redistricting commission. It follows the work of the task force that completed earlier this year, and since then, we have been working diligently to transform those recommendations into an ordinance amendment, and thank you to the supervisors who put in work, to our citizen members, and to Corp Council for their assistance with that. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. Supervisor Nelson. Thank you, Chair Corrigan. Uh, our August board meeting means that uh, Middleton Good Neighbor Fest is just around the corner. In fact, it's a week from tomorrow, August 26th. It starts at 5 in the afternoon and runs through Sunday evening. Uh, it includes a lot of activities, a lot of good food, uh, craft fair, music, uh, and also a parade on Sunday. And uh, I thought I'd do my parade wave now because Chair Corrigan and I will be too busy giving out candy at that time. <laughs> so hopefully you'll uh, stop by. And, uh, and speaking of food, if I put in the shameless plug, the, uh, the brats at the Kiwanis uh, tent are uh, as good as always. So thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Nelson. Supervisor Pirtle. Thank you, Chair Corrigan. Uh, we're circulating a ordinance amendment change that would uh, revise the current living wage ordinance and replace it with a uh, new $15 an hour living wage here in Dane County. It is a comprehensive approach. It would be for all county-funded employees, so both those that work directly for the county, but also uh, folks that work in human services and other contracted positions. It's rooted in a best practice national model that we've seen passing across the country and takes um, a phase-in approach that would replace the current wage structure, which will take us to about 
the early to mid-2030s to get to $15 an hour, expedite that by more than a decade, and really allow us to invest in our most valuable but least paid workers, but in a way that will ensure that we can protect our core services and treat the rest of our employees fairly as we consider our budget pieces moving forward. So uh, it's an important budget consideration. It does have impacts on the upcoming budget, so for the following year. Um, so we are looking to have that ordinance to be in place this fall. And we encourage you to sign on and uh, pay attention as we move through the committee process. Thanks. Thanks, Supervisor Pertle. Supervisor Clausius. Thank you, Madam Chair. Wanted to let everyone know that this weekend is the Sun Prairie Sweet Corn Festival. In fact, it started about an hour ago with a parade. Wristband night is tonight, so after the meeting you can rush over there and go on the rides. Yeah, I'll talk to you later about that. And Friday night, uh, also for kids, uh, Sweet Corn and Seen Sweet Corn is available Saturday and Sunday from noon till 7, so come on out. Thanks. Thanks, Supervisor Clausius. Any further announcements? I just had a couple things I wanted to mention. One is the August birthdays. Um, the first was Supervisor Williams. The seventh was Supervisor Kolar. This evening is Supervisor Rusk. Happy birthday, Supervisor Rusk. Um, and the 30th is Supervisor Clausius. So happy birthday, everyone. Um, and also, I just want to mention that um, to remind you to have on your calendar the budget hearings, September 7th and September 15th. I believe the 7th is here, and um, we'll be doing all the non-human services budgets on the 7th um, here. And on the 15th is at the Alliant Energy Center, and we'll be doing a human services budget then. So please make sure you have that on your calendars. And next on the agenda, Supervisor Levin already, already covered the flower fund collection, so I'll skip on to the next. On to approval of payments. Bills over $10,000 referred to the county board. On the bills, um, is there a motion? So moved by Matano, seconded by Pirtle. Is there discussion? Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Madam Chair. Question of staff. I sent an email out. I've been kind of having a chain back and forth the last day or two, but I didn't get an answer to a question I asked this morning of one of Chuck's staff members. I don't know that he's seen it. There's a bill that we paid, my understanding we paid in July, has never been approved by the county board, and I'd like a better explanation or further explanation, not only for myself, but for the county board itself. Uh, for just under $11,000 in payment of attorney's fees, so Chuck, what the question I have specifically is, what department does that money come out of? What line does it come out of in that department's budget? And why is the county board not, why has it not been approved by the county board, or why doesn't the county board approve it? Chuck? Well, um, Supervisor Farrell, I, I wish I had been party to the... Uh, questions earlier because I, I would have prepared for that answer. I don't, I, I, and so I'm sorry, I can't answer your question. It's, it's with respect to um, which department it was charged to. It was the, the lawsuit for the Bain County Towns Association? I know what bill you're talking about, but I don't have the answer to you. I, I, I can't access that information. So your staff here. doesn't, okay. And that is not you didn't ask me that. I'm sorry, but correct. you didn't. It hasn't been all okay. summer, but it's been paid, so I'm questioning right. why. Okay. So um, I think the controller now has that question, and we'll get back to you with the answer to that. Right. Are there further questions or discussion on the bills over $10,000? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the bills are approved. 
Next is the approval of the County Board Minutes. Is there a motion on the minutes of the July 14th County Board meeting? Moved by Dye, seconded by McCarville. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and the minutes are approved. On the consent calendar, items F1 to F7, are there any requests for separation? Supervisor Salov. Madam, would you separate out one, F1? F1, sure. Any other requests for separation? On items F2 to F7, is there um, discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and items F2 to F7 are approved. On item F1, Resolution 98, authorizing intergovernmental agreement with the EMS district, um, it was recommended for approval by the Public Protection and Judiciary Committee. Is there discussion? Supervisor Salov. Thank you, Madam Chair. So I, I wanted to have you reference, and I, what I will do, if you may not uh, be able to take all the notes from my dissertation now, and I will make it brief, but I will send this uh, County Ordinance 15.21 to you by email. If, if Karen, if you'd be so kind and send that to the County Board, I'd appreciate it. But just to give you the highlights that the uh, Emergency Medical Commission that um, is, uh, consists of three County Board members, the City of Madison, MD, the County of, um, Mad the County of Dane, MD, a hospital representative chosen by all the hospitals in Dane County, and an administrator within emergency medical services. They make up the EMS commission, which is brought to you for confirmation, and you've uh, confirmed the current board each time. And um, I also want to point out to you in Section 7 that uh, Dane County, that the Emergency Medical Services Commission shall make recommendations and advise the Dane County Board and supervise Supervisors and the Dane County Public Protection Judiciary Committee on matters pertaining to countywide pre-hospital emergency medical services. And just to go down to H of seven, um, that uh, this, the uh, commission also advises, especially with EMS agencies in contiguous counties. So, Madam Chair, I would ask that um, uh, this be re-referred back to the Emergency Medical Commission for our deliberation and discussion on this. I don't know... Um, I don't know what's with our system that we don't get these referred to the EMS Commission, but I'm trying to outline to you that you have a very high-caliber commission with very skilled people and very knowledgeable people in emergency management. They certainly should be looking at this prior to it going to PP&J and to coming on the floor. So I would ask for a re-referral to the EMS Commission. Second. Moved by Saloff, seconded by um, O'Loughlin. Is there discussion on the motion to re-refer um, Resolution 98 to the EMS Commission? Supervisor Schauer. Thank you, Madam Chair. Unless there's some sort of timing reason not to do this, I, I see no reason not to re-refer, and I'll be supporting unless I hear a really good reason not to. Thank you. And I will look to staff. Is there... Super Chief Tubbs, is there a reason, um, is there a timing issue on this? I cannot, I cannot address right now if there was a timing issue. I do know we wanted to get this completed and completed in a timely fashion, but I don't have a date time that it needs to be completed. But it should be done uh, relatively rapidly. Okay. okay. Thank you. 
And could I ask when the next EMS meeting is? Okay. Is that? Of August? September. 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 We just got a cancellation the day of the August. It's now moved back to September 28th. And it would be then before us on the October meeting, yeah. which is October 8th, 6th. Is there any way we could have a special meeting with the commission to address this, to get this moving and back to the county board? I, um, I did inquire with, with your staff, and there didn't seem to be. We already have the contract. Um, I think it's, uh, it's available with the Lodi EMS. We already have, uh, they are already using Dane County protocols. And so the, the critical pieces are in place already. And uh, this is a formality that needs to be done. But I do think that the EMS Commission needs to weigh in on um, uh, Chief, if I am able to uh, call the EMS Commission and gather them, and we can do it logistically, we'll do it on this matter. If not, the latest it would be would be the fourth Wednesday of September, which I believe is the 28th. And I can't, I can't recall right off the top of my head, but I do know there was some urgency because we had missed some deadlines before on getting this one completed and signed. So if we could get a special meeting, I would truly appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. On the motion to re-refer, Supervisor Dye. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. I just wanted to note for my colleagues that looking at the contract, it appears that this was signed by the Lodi Area EMS back in March. Uh, so this has already been quite a ways since the contract was finalized. Um, I'm not unsympathetic to the concerns raised by Supervisor Salov, um, but without assurance that the committee could meet prior to their next scheduled meeting in September, I have some concerns given what has been said by Chief Tubbs about the timeliness uh, factor here about re-referring. I wonder if um, Supervisor Salov might agree that in this particular instance we could move forward and he would withdraw his motion and um, we could ensure that any future agreements are sent to the EMS Commission, uh, as I think you do raise a valid point and certainly appreciate the service of the members of that commission. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. Supervisor Saloff, in response to the request. Unfortunately, this is habitual, and I'm trying to intercept that because I think you have a very important commission um, that is um, obligated to report to you and to the uh, standing committees. So um, I. I will do my best to organize a meeting prior to September 28th. I, um, I, I, did, I did not get in touch with the director today, although I will talk to him and see what the urgency is. If he says it's urgent, we will convene at the, at the soonest possible time. If he has no problem with September, the September meeting, then I would like to defer to our next meeting. It's um, quite a group of people to get together for a special meeting. but. Um, this behavior on the, on the part of this county board in not referring emergency medical service issues to the commission, I would like it to stop. And I would appreciate, especially since this was in place in March, there was plenty of time to put it on our agenda. And I should, I should note that the committee has the authority to take up any resolution that um, if you're not a standing committee, you can take up any resolution and, and um, report to the county board on your um, points on that. So it doesn't have to be referred for the commission to take that up. I should um, point that out to you. May I respond, Madam Chair? You may respond. Respectfully, 
I, I feel that the uh, Public Judiciary uh, Committee would want to have the input of the EMS Commission and that the Chair would want to have this referred formally to the EMS Commission. I, was, I understand what you're saying, but it's not, it's not something that I would have seen because um, it didn't come across my desk. And I don't read all the resolutions or see all the resolutions. Thank you, Supervisor Saleh. Um, you've misconstrued the chair's comments, and I am um, saying that you have the authority to do that at any time, not that we weren't interested in the input of the commission. Supervisor Pirtle. I don't believe I can make a motion because there's a motion pending on the floor for re-referral, but uh, I might suggest that if timeliness is an issue, we may want to simply postpone to the next meeting, and then if EMS can meet in the interim, they could forward those comments, you could bring them as an amendment, but we could stay on a tighter timetable then, then canceling going to re-referral, at that point I believe the committee would actually have to meet then before it would come back to the board. It just might be a more timely approach. Uh, but I don't think I can make that because I don't think it's in order at the moment. But It is not in order at the moment. If I could just leave that as a suggestion. Supervisor Dye has, oh, okay. Supervisor Saloff, a request has been made to consider um, postponing to the next meeting rather than re-referring and then allowing you to take it up in the interim. Is that something that you are willing to withdraw your motion for, or would you like a vote on your motion? Chuck, what is the approximate cost of calling a special meeting? Or you have 10 members. Approximate, I don't expect an exact number. Ballpark. So the cost of a special meeting of the EMS Commission, which is a per diem. How much and is per diem? $30. So how many members do you have? 10. So that would be $300, potentially, if everybody claimed it. So with mileage, and mileage. we are on 500 400 I don't know where these people live. Okay, between $300 I would think is a waste of money. And when the EMS is so in, um, in dire need right now of fulfilling the funding for its clerk typist, and I'd like to contribute those dollars towards that effort. But also the second is that these 10 people, we have a hospital administrator, two physicians, and an EMS administrator, et cetera, to bring them together for a special meeting is quite a feat, and it's quite a logistical feat. Um, but I would, I would take the suggestion that if the director or the uh, board of directors of the Lodi feel this is urgent, I will call a special meeting. If they assure me that September poses no damage or, or, or difficulty for them, then I would, I would um, have this brought up on our agenda in September. But I will commit to that. I will talk to uh, uh, Director Schaefer uh, tomorrow, and I will establish that if he wants me to talk to his board members or his municipal uh, commission, I will do that. If they feel it's urgent, we will call a commission meeting as, as soon as uh, logistically possible. So your motion is to postpone now, is to postpone till the seventh me meeting on the seventh? No, my motion stands to, to postpone to, to the, uh, next the next meeting of the EMS commission. So your motion stays to re-refer. Is there dis further discussion on that motion? Supervisor Pirtle. Uh, so I guess I would 
reiterate and encourage people to vote no on the motion. I'd be happy to entertain a conversation where we would reserve the right to take the item back up in September. I think that gives folks plenty of time to talk to Lodi. That maybe was a conversation that could have happened before the board meeting. If we could perhaps all be on the same page about what the timeliness is, if that is a pressing issue for the board to consider, then those are probably things we should have had ready for the meeting to discuss. So I think we should get those in a row, facilitate whatever meetings that we can. But if we re-refer this back to EMS, we cannot take it up until October. We're committing to a timeline that if later someone says, hey, this is a timely issue and we needed it taken up, it's buried, it's buried in committee. I, I just don't think that's the smart way to do the business. Let's just keep our options on the table. Thank you, Supervisor Pirtle. Supervisor Rusk. Thank you, Madam Chair. Since the item was first brought forward in March and it's relatively routine, I am concerned that um, Mr. Tubbs, Chief Tubbs, Director Tubbs, made a statement about being concerned about missing deadlines. We also have that these contracts and agreements are negotiated, and when we don't um, approve them in a timely manner, I think it, it, it gives the wrong message to the system that's worked all of these things out. So I think we better vote no on Supervisor Saloff's motion and go back to the suggestion that uh, Supervisor Pirtle made. Thank you, Supervisor Rusk. Supervisor Downing. Well, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I, I'm not sure I agree with uh, the supervisor who suggested that it would be buried in committee for sure until the end of September because we have two meetings in September. I do agree with the concerns of Supervisor Saloff uh, as, as to uh, the importance of this committee as to uh, and and I find some assurance in in his sincerity about determining whether this is uh, a crucial matter or not. And as to timeliness, uh, while the Lodi Department signed it in March, I see that uh, Chief Stubbs uh, didn't sign it for another three months. And uh, so if we go to September, that means we've taken three months also. I, I think that's not an undue burden. And again, uh, Supervisor Saloff recognizes that if it's a problem, uh, he will address it. So I think uh, re-referring is a reasonable thing to do. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. And just to clarify on the meeting dates, the meeting date and second meeting in September is before the meeting of the EMS. So that was the confusion on that. Supervisor Saloff. I would encourage you to vote a yes for a re-referral. Um, I don't know if you understand, or please, I would beg you to understand the impact this has on your commission. Uh, it has a very negative impact on this commission. I think it's a very significant group of people that do very difficult work and do very, uh, very incredible work. And I think you need to support this commission by referring this document to them for their deliberation. This is, um, this is a uh, out-of-county EMS service, which has some unique qualities. And I think the EMS needs to discuss that and see how it impacts our system. And if you read the ordinance, which you'll get in uh, your email, you'll see that the EMS Commission does 
does do all the coordinating of the uh, districts in their training, in their protocols, and in their medical direction. So it is very significant, and I think you need the input of the commission. If you vote on this tonight, you're emasculating your commission. Thank you, Supervisor Saloff. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. A question for Director Tubbs, if I could. As you're walking up, I will just explain what, I, what my question is, and perhaps you know exactly. Um, as I look at the documents before us, it says, item number three says, term of contract. And it says from January 1, 2014 to 12-31-2016. Is that correct? Are we, are we agreeing to this term on the last three months of a two-year contract? Is that why this time is critical now? As I recall, this was delayed earlier in the year. We couldn't get all signatures. We couldn't get everybody at the table. There was a delay, and we tried to expedite it to get it signed by everyone and get it before the uh, PPJ and before the county board for approval. So those dates are correct. It's a three-year contract, and, they are. and we're approving it in the last three months of that contract. To the best of my knowledge, that's correct. Wouldn't it make more sense if we're doing this, and, and certainly second-guessing this at apparently the very, very end of this discussion, but shouldn't we re-refer this and put some current dates on this? Why should we approve this contract that's about to expire? Probably, probably a good question, but at the time, again, I can only speak of we were delayed getting signatures, delayed getting this done, and we wanted to go back and cover the ground that's been covered as well as moving forward in the near future. This probably won't happen again, I can tell okay. you. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you for your answers. Okay. So we've heard a lot of reasons why referral, re-referral is a good idea. Well, here's another. This is about to expire. Let's re-refer this and get some current dates on this. Let's make a contract that's really real. And, yeah, we're asking them to do it over, but it took us two and a half years to get to here, and we're going to okay it with three months left? Let's not do that. Let's re-refer this and ask the committee to fix the dates. And, yeah, that makes more work out of it, but let's get it right. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Willett. Supervisor Dye. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. I have a question that I'm not sure if it's for Court Counsel or Chief Tubbs, uh, but when I click on the contract that is on Legistar, uh, item three term reads totally differently than what Supervisor Willett just expressed. Um, it says that it will be in effect from the date executed by the parties um, to December 31st, 2016, and shall continue in full force and effect from year to year after unless at any time at least 60 calendar days before December 31st of any year thereafter, either party furnishes the other with a written notice of intent to terminate. So I guess my question is in two parts. First, could you clarify what version of the contract is the contract? And two, uh, let us know what the effective date of the contract is and whether, in fact, it would terminate on a date certain, as Supervisor Willett is indicating, or if it would continue year after year? Well, if the language you just wrote is the contract that is before the board, then it means what it says. It isn't effective until it's signed, and it doesn't, and the, the term is what you just read to us. And Supervisor Willett, just to clarify, where I'd like to know where the contract that you read was. 
I'm reading the contract cover sheet, the first document that we have, line number three, that says term of contract. And it has a very clear from and to date. First document that we have in, on Legistar. Uh, and I was reading the contract itself, item three term. So, so there's a difference between the cover sheet and the... Right. I see that. I, and I, I can't explain it as I stand here. I'd have to... Which one? The document. Which one? <clears throat> the contract itself would govern that. Okay. Cover. So the cover sheet is inaccurate. So, Supervisor Dyer, did you have any other comments? I did. Okay. Um, I guess I would agree that it seems that perhaps we are not necessarily ready to proceed on this tonight, um, but I have concerns about the question of timing, and we are unable to get a clear answer on that tonight. Um, so, I agree with Supervisor Pirtle. I think it's the wrong move to re-refer this to the AMS committee and bind our hands if we find that time is of the essence between now and their next meeting. However, I would be happy to support a motion to postpone this uh, until our next meeting to allow the MS Commission time to set a meeting um, and hopefully be able to consider this before the county board would take action. So I would encourage you to vote no on the motion to re-refer. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. Supervisor Pirtle, I think you've already spoken twice on this motion. So um, is there a further discussion? On the motion <clears throat> to re-refer, all those in favor say aye. Uh, Opposed say no. No. Um, I think we'll need to do a roll call. On referral to the EMS Commission, Supervisor Bollig. No. Bollig, no. Chenoweth. Aye. Chenoweth, aye. Clausius. Aye. Clausius, aye. De Felice. De Felice, no. Downing. Downing, I die. No. Die, no. Erickson. No. Erickson, no. Farrell. Aye. Farrell, I. Gillis, Gillis, absent. Hendrick, absent. Jones. Aye. Jones, I. Kiefer, Kiefer, absent. Kilmer. No. Kilmer, no. Kolar. No. Kolar, no. Krause. No. Krause, no. Levin. No. Levin, no. Matano. No. Matano, no. McCarville. No. McCarville, no. Miles, Miles, absent. Nelson. No. Nelson, no. O'Loughlin. Aye. O'Loughlin, aye. Pirtle. No. Pirtle, no. Rip. Aye. Rip, aye. Rit. No. Rit, no. Rusk. No. Rusk, no. Saloff. Aye. Saloff, aye. Shower. No. Shower, no. Schmidt. No. Schmidt, no. Stubbs. No. Stubbs, no. Veldrin. Veldrin, absent. Light Lightning. Aye. Waylander, I. Willett. Willett, I. Williams. Williams, I. Young. Young knows. Weeples. Weeple absent. Baird, absent. Corrigan. No. Corrigan, no. The vote is 11 ayes, 19 noes, and the motion fails. On Resolution 98, Supervisor Pirtle. I'd like to move postponement to the next meeting. Supervisor Pirtle moves postponement to the next meeting. Is there a second? Supervisor Wegleitner seconds. Is there discussion? Yes. Listen to the September eighth scheduled meeting of the county board. Yes. Can I speak to my motion? You may speak to your motion. Thank you. I guess I just want to identify a question either for Chief Tubbs or folks in why I think postponing. I think we've identified a number of issues here. 
My suspicion is that there may be some existing contract that's in effect and this might be revising and expanding the scope of service. It would be helpful to know what is currently in place and what we're adopting, whether it has retroactive implications and whether we're going to do this again in six months. Uh, those questions I would like to have answered for the next county board meeting. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor. As well as create an opportunity for the EMS Commission to weigh in, formally or informally. Thank you, Supervisor Pirtle. Is there further discussion on Supervisor Pirtle's motion to postpone until the next regularly scheduled um, county board meeting? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. All those opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 98 is postponed. The next item on the agenda is reports on zoning commission petitions, items H1 to H15. Are there any requests for separation? Seeing none, what's before us is the committee recommendation. Um, is, there, um, is there a discussion on items H1 to H15? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and on items H1 to H15, the committee recommendation is approved. What's next on the agenda is resolutions. Um, the first resolution is Resolution 116, Crisis and Caregiving, Support of Nursing Assistants and Caregivers. Um, what's before us is the Executive Committee um, recommended for approval as amended. Is there discussion? Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. I have a substitute. And Karen is passing it out. Um, basically, um, the substitute is uh, to include language to recognize the important um, work of the CNAs that we have working for us at Badger Prairie Healthcare Center. And I appreciate. Director Green for reaching out um, to in, in, um, ask for inclusion of this language because obviously they have a very tough job and um, they work very hard. They have um, better wages um, because they're county workers. I should ask for a second before oh, you. Sorry. Um, so moved by Wegleitner, seconded by Ritt. Continue, please. As county workers, they have um, you know better wages and benefits than many of the other CNAs and the CNAs that were um, expressing support for in this resolution. But um, they do very difficult work, and they certainly um, deserve the, that quality um, salary and um, benefits. So I hope you will um, adopt this substitute resolution. I think this is a really important resolution, and I'm grateful for. Supervisor Gillis for bringing it forward. Um, recently, the Human Services Board received a presentation from um, the Community Living, Living Alliance Director, and we had um, testimony from um, former uh, supervisor, my uh, predecessor, Barbara Vetter, about this is a really significant crisis impacting many um, of our neighbors with disabilities, many folks, frail elders and people with disabilities that depend on the care of um, uh, the, the workers discussed in this resolution. So um, I think it's something that um, we're hoping to address in part with the ordinance amendment um, introduced tonight. Um, I think we may need to be more aggressive than that, but um, it's a step in the right direction and I really hope that um, we can uh, be helpful to the union workers um, and the unions uh, fighting hard to increase wages for this um, group of workers. So please um, vote yes. 
Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. Is there discussion on sub one to resolution 116? Supervisor Schauer. Thank you, Madam Chair. Just looking at this, um, I, as you say, I, I appreciate uh, Supervisor Wegleitner's additions here. I just, it, it does not include this, the, um, the amendments that were made in executive committee. So I'm assuming that the change that uh, Supervisor Wegleitner is suggesting be in addition to the change that was made by the executive committee. I guess it's a question to the chair and to uh, the maker of the um, substitute. I hadn't had a chance to see this before this evening. So um, did you include the um, changes? Okay, so this it's on my version, but it should not be on. It's not on your version. So on line 33, I can bring this up. Why don't we adopt sub one, and then perhaps we could adopt your amendments to sub one, um, so that we have it. And if you could bring that up, because this is before us, and that's um, what we have to move. So okay. Why don't? Okay, and then you can make them. Do you have it written down so you can make the amendment um, after we adopt sub one? I know, but we'll need to make the motion. Okay. So you can bring it up after you make the second. So, but what's before us right now, why don't we adopt sub one, and then we can make the motion on the amendment that was in committee, and then we'll, we could discuss the full resolution. There may be people that want to discuss the con whole concept too, but we can, after we do the adopting sub one and making the corrections to make it um, conform with the committee. So what's before us is sub one. All those in favor of sub one, Supervisor Willett. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Chair. The way that you've set this up, I'm going to be forced to vote against it. And she's trying to change her own paperwork to fix it. To fix if she it. would fix it, I would vote for it. So when she wants to change her own paperwork, I don't understand well, you saying you got to. Well, I didn't. It's because I, I appreciate that. It's just because it wasn't. Um, Nobody has this written down, so if you want. She's asking to write it down and to correct okay. the paperwork, okay. and I would then vote for what she's asking for. You're not allowing her to do it, and you're going to force me to vote against I, it. Because I, appreciate, of what I appreciate that, Supervisor Willett. Okay. Supervisor Pirtle. Is the item of business that was before us prior to Supervisor Mike Lightner's action? The, the item of business was the... Uh, was um, Resolution 116 as amended by the Executive Committee. And super, to be clear, Supervisor Regulator is proposing a substitute that does not include all the things that was in the Executive version, so it would delete Right. Things. And all Supervisor Wegleitner needs to do is just move to amend the version from Executive Committee to say on line 43 specifically acknowledges the high quality and then on line 47 so those two, you could just move to amend the, um, the language and not do a sub. So our options would be to move forward with hers and then add the exec edits back in or take exec and then add hers. But either way, we end up at the same place. Right, but Supervisor Willett was concerned that he would be forced to vote against it. So by um, amending this with, if you could, Supervisor Wegleitner, if you could withdraw your sub one motion and then just move to amend Resolution 98, as amended by the Executive Committee, then Supervisor Willett wouldn't be forced to vote no on it. Supervisor Whiteleitner. Um, thank you, Madam Chair. I'm sorry that this got so confusing, but um, I actually like the unamended version, so I don't care if, uh, um, well, I, 
I'm not concerned if Supervisor Willett has to vote against it, I guess. <laughs> so I would like to keep my motion uh, for the substitute as it is before the uh, board right now. Okay, so you're opposed, uh, you're, okay. Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. So you're, could I clarify, Supervisor Wegleitner, the motion that you were, the amendment that you were going to make to this was not to mirror the executive committee amendments? My motion is a substitute amendment that was passed out to the board. Right. Hey, but you were, had some additional language that you said were going to mirror the executive committee amendments, but now you're saying it doesn't. My understanding was that you were going to suggest that an amendment, a motion to amend would be taken up after this motion. Exactly. And I'm asking you to clarify so that we know we, what we have before us is the executive committee action. If you had, if do your amendments that are in addition to this, are they the exact same thing as what the executive committee did? No, that language is not in here. There. I know it's not in here, but is it on the language that you were going to add in? It, it was. Yes, it was on there. Okay. So I, I, I'm going to keep my motion, and then if someone wants to move an amendment after that, okay. One the other, after that's adopted, that's up to them. Okay. So what's before us is sub one to resolution 116. And um, it does not include the additional amendments that we were discussed on that. Supervisor Downing. It appears to me to honor the work of our committee, uh, the, the best course of action would be, uh, although I agree with what Supervisor Wegleitner wants to add, but I think the best course of action is simply vote that down, get to the uh, committee's work, and if uh, the supervisor wants to add her uh, change to that, then we could vote yes on it. But I, I think we should vote no on this. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. Because this is a supervisor that we don't care how he votes. He's speaking again. <laughs> the comments that were just made by Supervisor Downing are exactly on mark. The committee has spoken about this. Yes, there were some things that were added that weren't a good idea. But if we go back to what committee did, is a good way to do it. And if the language that she really said she wanted to add is all she wanted to do, it would get voted for instead of playing tricks and putting things in here that aren't supposed to be in here and not caring what other people vote. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Willett. Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Madam Chair. And I'm going to throw a little bit of a <laughs> strange question. I don't see in my computer any changes that the executive committee made. So I see an original resolution with no amendments so I guess I'd like to know what they are in, before I vote yes or no. In the legislative history on your computer on 714. Uh, look, but it's not in the it's not in the posted agenda. So again, I will read out loud so you know. But that is, Supervisor Farrell, I'm going to do that when um, we're right now with the motion before us is sub one, but you want to know what's being taken out and 
Okay. And what the motion that was made in committee is that resolution 116 be amended as follows on line 32, strike other than not yet union and replace it with all other preceding the word caregivers. And that's the only motion. And that, just to clarify, Supervisor Wagner, that is not the motion that you were going to make? Uh, Madam Chair, that is the motion I was going to make. It, it's, um, I was discouraged from making it. And, um, but I appreciate the work of the Executive Committee, so um, I will clarify my motion or withdraw it and make a new motion to include that language as originally intended. So, okay, so... At this point, on sub one, you would like to make your make your motion to be. My motion would be to to have sub one with the amendments from the executive committee. Okay. So and I have that written here still. If you want that motion at this point in time, we will take that motion okay. at this point in time. So sub one that we are considering is the language that is before you plus on line 32 striking other not yet union and replacing it with all other on that motion when that was made by Supervisor Wegleitner and Supervisor Ritt do you continue to second that motion are you Still the second. Okay, thank you. Supervisor Pirtle. No, I'm good. Okay. Is there discussion on sub one to resolution 116 as amended? So sub one with the language that Supervisor Wegleitner added plus the executive committee language. Supervisor Kolar. Thank you for the clarification. So thank you, ma'am. Because of the discussions here this evening. I just want us to be absolutely clear. Um, we have what's on our computers. We have this piece of paper, and I would like to be certain just my notes are correct. So I put it sub one, and on line 32, I have crossed out not yet union, and it says and all other. And then as Supervisor Wegleitner has given us this piece of paper, the spaces that are underlined, this is what we're voting on. Yes. Thank you, ma'am. Supervisor Downing. I, too, would like to be clear as to what we're doing. It's my understanding that sub one has been moved, and then Supervisor Wegleitner moved an amendment. Are we simply voting on the amendment, which would be her underlined words that she passed out? Supervisor Wegleitner has changed what sub one is, and sub one is I mean, uh, beyond what is written here. Sub one is what is written on here, plus the um, changing line 32 to strike other not yet union and replace it with all other preceding the word caregiver. So do I understand then that the supervisor's amendment includes the changes made by the executive committee? It does. Thank you. Are there further questions? Seeing none, all those in favor of sub one as amended say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and sub one is approved. On resolution 116 as amended by sub one, is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and 
It is approved. So 116 is approved. Resolution 127, awarding a contract for the market study of the Alliant Energy Center. This was um, on the calendar contingent upon action of the um, Personnel and Finance Committee. And the Personnel and Finance Committee made an amendment. Is there a motion on the amendment? Supervisor Pirtle moves, seconded by Supervisor Chenoweth, um, to amend the resolution 127, and that amendment is being, approved, is being distributed. And it was it was what's before us was public works action. So on sub one to resolution one twenty seven, which is the action of the personnel and finance committee this evening, is there discussion? I'll let everybody get a copy before we move on. Supervisor De Felice. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'd like to know how the amount of $139,000 was arrived at. Is there somebody here who could address that? The controller perhaps could give us a description of that. Uh, well, this contract resulted from a request for proposals process, so that was the uh, as far as I know, that's the price that the vendor had proposed, and cost is one of the factors in evaluating a request proposal. It's not a low-bid contract. It also uh, balances cost with the um, qualifications of the respondents to the RFP. Supervisor Dave Felice. One other question. Just one other question. Were there other bidders for this? There were nine bidders for this. Nine bidders, thank you. Supervisor Matano. Thank you, Madam Chair. I just uh, rise to ask to be recorded as voting no. Thank you. Thank you. Supervisor Rip. Yeah, just where are they from? Um, is it in that contract? Chicago. They're from Chicago. Supervisor Dave Felice. I apologize. I forgot to ask if this was the low dollar amount bid. Does the controller have that information? It's, I think as the controller explained, though, it was part of the calculation. Um, it's a 20% of the calculation. Are there further questions on this, on resolution 127 to resolution 127? Seeing none, all those in favor of sub 1 say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. Dave Felice and Matano request to be recorded as voting no. And RIP. So on, sub, on resolution 127, the ayes um, have it. And on resolution 127, as amended by sub 1, is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And, and Supervisor RIP 
Matano and De Felice request would be recorded voting no, and the ayes have it, and Resolution 127 is approved. On appointments, on Resolution 162, County Executive Appointments, what's before us is the Executive Committee action this evening, approving this 5 to 0. Is there discussion on Resolution 162? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 162 is approved. On Resolution 212, County Executive Appointments, what's before us is the Executive Committee action from this evening to recommend approval by a vote of 5 to 0. Is there discussion on Resolution 212? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 212 is approved. On M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage, M1 to M3, are there any requests for separation? Seeing none, I'd like to have recorded items M1 to M3 as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to having them so recorded? Seeing no objection, items M1 to M3 will be recorded as having passed unanimously. Um, such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law. No one weighing in on that. Motion to adjourn. Moved by Dye, seconded by Chenoweth. All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned.